I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey everybody, whoever you are and wherever you are, welcome to the Grief Gang podcast. I'm Amber Jeffrey, and I'm a 20-something everyday woman. I have a job I go to daily, I have a partner, family, friend, dog, I love a Prosecco and my mum died of a heart attack when I was 19. Fast forward a few years through my own grief roller coaster, as I like to say and the Grief Gang was born. This podcast and platform was created as I decided there needs to be something for us, the younger generation, and our grief. Something that you can relate to. Something that when you hear a story you think, actually, I'm not alone in this, because you're never alone. You'll hear a mixture of my own stories, experiences, amongst some of the most incredible people I will have as guests and their own journey with grief. So without further ado, happy listening, and welcome to the gang, the one you never asked to be a part of. Hey guys, so this week's episode is going to be a guest episode. So today I am joined by a lovely young lady named Grace. Um, I came in there. Hey girl. <laughs> I came into contact with Grace. Um, she's been a follower since pretty early days, I think. Really yeah, early days. Yeah. yeah. And um, we've been DMing back and forth like constantly. I feel like we are literally already friends. I know, like, I know. I'm always like, I need to check up on Grace. Yeah. <laughs> is she okay? I'm not seeing her for like, <laughs> I need to check up on Grace. Um, and Grace has been nothing but supportive and just Aww. so, so lovely. And she's been more than happy to come on the uh, podcast as a guest. Yes, and we are. we are sort of dipping down a different route. That you, You're the first, get, not for pressure, but um, <laughs> you're, yeah, you're the first guest where we are not talking parental loss. Yes. We are going down the widow route. Oh, so yeah, yes. so I'm very happy that you are my first, the first widow. <laughs> widow, here I am. You're my first widow. <laughs> and I think you're anybody better because you're just so like you 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 generally do inspire me. Like, oh bless um, you, thank you. When I'm just getting rid of that. So guys, the BT's popping up. Sorry, um, <laughs> but it's fine. It'll come again. But yeah, I am 
very happy and I'm so happy that you have said yes. Thank you for having and me. And I'm here in your lovely home that you did share with Ryan. Yes. And it's lovely and it's cozy. And oh, I, wish, I wish there was like vision. <laughs> I'm going to start doing like videos and stuff like that because yeah, I need people to see your lovely homes. Oh, like, ah. So we're going to go, I'm going to let you um, introduce yourself. So yes. Grace, tell me like, tell the people your, was it your name, your age and just who died in your life, basically? <laughs> my story. Your so, story, so we'll go first. Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Grace. I am 27. Um, I live just outside of um, London in Hertfordshire. Um, it's lovely round here, by the way. Thanks very much. <laughs> um, I wasn't born and raised in Hertfordshire, I'm afraid. I was born and raised in North London. Hey, the ghetto. <laughs> no, the it ghetto. wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It was very... I had a wonderful upbringing, just yeah. saying, in case my mum and dad are listening to this. Oh, you're talking about the fucking yeah. ghetto. <laughs> um, I, um, I am a sister. Um, I have two older siblings, mm-hmm. so I'm the baby of the family. <laughs> um, I am an auntie, so I have five wonderful wonderful nephews Um, I know all boys I know um ranging from eight years old all the way down to nearly six months now um I am a friend um I am um yeah just kind of a bit of work background not that anyone's really interested (laughs) no Um, one no (laughs) want want to paint the picture for grace yeah Yeah. so I work for um a large childcare company called Bright Horizons um and yeah I've been doing that now well I've been in my career for gosh um nearly like 12 years now yeah so I've been in the whole childcare industry for for 12 years since you were young yeah so went to college um then went to university Mm. um did my whole whole shebang from there Amazing. really so yeah it's been it's been a journey yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah here, here that's that's me that's really. you that's you yeah. and you lost your lovely fiance I Ryan. Did. yeah, yeah. so that was in um august 2019 mm-hmm. um and ryan was suffering with um a type of cancer called sar uh, sorry synovial sarcoma mm-hmm. so sarcoma cancer um it stands currently as one percent of all cancers right. so if you think of like how yeah. vast gosh that cancer yeah. you know that the, the, the type of cancers that you have mm. in that you know you can categorize sarcoma only only cancer one oh. so sarcoma is um it's a soft tissue cancer right so it's predominantly found in um you know the soft tissue areas of your mm-hmm. body um and ryan's was in his uh, left thigh mm-hmm. um it attaches from there that's mm. where the tumors start yeah. um and it also can spread in your blood so yeah. sarcoma cancer unfortunately is a very aggressive yeah. cancer yeah. um you know you could be treated in uh, you know, for your primary mm. cancer, but it metastasizes so quickly yeah, because yeah. it is spread in your blood, mm. unfortunately. Yeah, and it gets run quick. And yeah, that's just um unfortunately that Ryan was was just not, you know, yeah. one of one of the lucky ones. Yeah. So, you know, he had gosh, um just over a two year long hard battle with his cancer how old was he when he was diagnosed um so ryan passed away um just uh pretty much a month after his 28th birthday so he was just around 26 Mm -hmm. um when he was diagnosed um it sort of started off as um sort of like a small i would say not like a cyst but sort of like a small lump yeah um in his thigh um and it progressively then sort of got bigger and bigger yeah. and he sort of said oh this isn't right mm. so went to the doctors 
um, they refer. Is there any him. history in his family of like cancer no, or anything like that? No, okay. no, nothing, nothing like sarcoma. So he's got cancer. nothing really to sort of go on being exactly, like, oh, this, exactly. This sort of like my granddad or something exactly. like that. Exactly, all new to him. Yeah, no, this is all completely new to him. Um, so once um, that was found, it was sent off for um, a biopsy. Mm-hmm. As you do, the biopsy came back and said, unfortunately, it's cancerous. Yeah, and that's sort of when his whole up and down journey yeah, started yeah, really yeah. um he was referred to the royal marsden hospital to operate on their first yeah um just to see if they could contain the cancer yeah. first um which he had the operation and like i say his cancer was just unfortunately so just aggressive. so aggressive yeah. um and you know he was back and forward he was under um uch or university college hospital in uh, london mm-hmm. that was his umbrella hospital yeah. so he would go there for chemo um he had radiotherapy as well mm. um and we were told that then unfortunately from his thigh it metastasized mm-hmm. so just i don't know for, for a bit of background for people who haven't you know experienced yeah, cancer right, yeah. um if you so your primary cancer is where your cancer first starts so say for example if you have breast cancer yeah. obviously your primary cancer your tumors yeah. will be found in your, in your breast, breast yeah. um if your cancer metastasizes mm. it's spread yeah. so it goes to your lungs brain so there's sort of no primary area exactly anymore. yeah everywhere. exactly so it's called your secondary right so unfortunately, which is quite common, which I only found out afterwards, mm-hmm. um, that p- people that are suffering with sarcoma cancer, their secondary cancer is their lungs. Right. And once it spreads to your lungs, it's pretty much it, yeah. it's a waiting game, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. And I didn't know any of this mm-hmm. because for me, it was more, I never saw Ryan mm. as, oh God, my boyfriend has cancer. Yeah. It, it, to me, he was Ryan. Yeah. He was just Ryan, yeah. the person I loved, who I fell in love with. Mm. He wasn't any different yeah. apart from him losing his hair. Yeah. And that that was it. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, at the time, you know, hindsight is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. You always think, oh God, I, you know, it's looking back on it now, this makes sense, that makes sense. Yeah. I wish I had done this and that. And I never Googled any of his symptoms mm-hmm. because I didn't want to. No, I no, didn't want yeah. to. It was more, not ignorance, but it was more, I, I was so scared of what I would read gonna see, yeah. and what I would see that I was like, I don't want to know. And that's quite strong of you to sort of, because, you know, like say if we get ill or something, you know, yes. you Google your symptoms and you're like, and you're always like, fuck, I am dying. <laughs> yes, exactly. You, you're yeah. sort of, you already knew. Yeah. You already knew. So yeah. why go searching? Exactly. Why, yeah. why fill your brain with something you already oh know? Exactly. And and I didn't, it's almost as if I didn't want to torture myself with that because yeah. if I knew, I would have treated him so differently. Like a patient. Of course. Treat him like a of patient. Of course. And our relationship was never, woe is me, I'm mm-hmm. so ill, you yeah. need to look after me. Yeah. It was never like that. Yeah. I never, and I can honestly, hand on heart, I can I can honestly say, I never saw Ryan, you know, going, oh my God, I'm so ill. Mm. He never moaned, he mm. never complained. He'd say like, oh, you know, my back's a bit sore or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But then I was the one going, oh my God, are you yeah, okay? Are you fine? Yeah, let's call an ambulance. <laughs> but, I've just got yeah, he's like, it's fine. It's like I've got cancer. Like, it's just normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. FYI, Grace, yeah. it's the cancer. <laughs> and I'd, I'd be thinking, oh my God. Um, you're thinking, ah! 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. And anywhere like we we went like you know for weekends or we'd go anywhere, I'd mm. like make sure right. Have you got your tablets? Yeah. Have you got yeah, this? Have you got yeah. that? He'd be like, yes, I do. Just stop. Yeah. Like, I remember he said to me, Grace, I have one mum. I don't need another one. Tr- yeah. Stop yeah. mothering me. Yeah. But there was just something innate in me that I just was like, I need to like. Of course. It's, it's almost like I need to look after him. Like I need Duh, to yeah. like baby him. Yeah. Although he wasn't a baby like at all. He he was absolutely yeah, fine with it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was just sort of how our relationship, the dynamic of our relationship. Yeah, it was throughout it all. Yeah. So how long were you and um, Ryan together for? So I met. So that's how you met. I oh, know how you met. God. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's go back to happier days oh, and things like that. Good. Yeah, this is funny. So, Ryan and I met in Chelmsford. So, Ryan is from Chelmsford. Okay. um, And I was out with my uni friend who was from Chelmsford. And it was a Halloween uh, night, 2015. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I met Ryan in now, it is no longer Mm. a Lloyd's bar. So, it was a proper sticky floor. uh, Like a sticky spoon. Yeah, exactly. With music. And he actually... He stepped on my foot. Uh, we were sat, honestly, no, no joke. He he stood on my at the bar. He was highly intoxicated as well. He stood on my foot, and I was like, "Ow, hello, hello, you've just stepped on my foot." And I said to him, "I was like, Oi, you've just stepped on my foot. Like, are you are you going to apologize?" North London, yeah, literally, like, boom. What are you doing? And then he was like, "No." fucking did yeah exactly <laughs> and then I was like yes you did and it just went back and forth back and Brilliant. forth and then I think he said something to me like do you want a drink I was like well yeah obviously now yeah, that you've just my broken foot. my big toe yeah yes. exactly <laughs> um and that was how as as bizarrely as that sounds yeah. that was how we met yeah. and that was how kind of everything but it was strange because we didn't we didn't hit it off straight away yeah we yeah. kind of had like you know we were texting and then I was a bit like mm, whatever yeah, yeah 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 you know as you do when you yeah, were you're young. sussing him out yeah, yeah I was a bit like I don't know I like him but yeah he's a bit of a jack the lad yeah I don't know hmm um, and then I went traveling to Australia. Mm-hmm. So I went to Australia at the end of 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ryan and I, we were kind of, that was when it sort of happened, yeah. really. And then, yeah, yeah. And then I was thinking, oh God, you know, I've met someone. I actually, I'm starting to really like yeah. him. And now I'm going away to the bloody other side of the world. I thought that happens for everybody. Like yeah. Australia, like, I've got friends that like, they always start chatting to somebody <laughs> and then Australia comes out exactly. the fucking blue and then it's like yeah do I go Australia and fuck anyone I want to <laughs> or do I stay loyal to this guy or girl whatever exactly exactly and I know the there, there was me thinking I'm gonna go to Australia I'm gonna meet the love of my life this Aussie surfer dude <laughs> so yeah exactly <laughs> and that's it and then no it wasn't like that at all Ryan and I spoke oh, the God. whole time I was there we'd FaceTime yeah. and it just although it was strange although we were literally the other side of the world from each other yeah. it was as if nothing had changed yeah um so Ryan was already receiving treatment mm-hmm. whilst I was in Australia okay and I didn't know this okay um so when I got home you know, he said, you know, let's meet up. But before we do, I've got something to tell you. Right. So I said, oh, God. There's me thinking, oh, God, he's probably got, he's got girlfriends. Yeah, like, he's got a wife and kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's muggins here. Like, in Australia. Yeah. I love yeah, Ryan. Exactly. Yeah. Fucking married off. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's all these, like, surfer dudes that I'm like, no, I've got a boyfriend at home, actually. <laughs> so 
oh, God, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, oh, for fuck's Perfect. sake, yeah. great, cheers, yeah. wasted my time. Yeah. Um, then I, uh, so yeah, anyway, met up with him and um, he said, sorry, no, this is before I met up with him, mm-hmm. had a huge phone call and he was, you know, he just said to me, Grace, I'm, I'm going, I've, I've got cancer. <sighs> and I just sort of said, oh. What went through your head then? I, I honestly, I just thought, shit, mm. wow. Yeah. Wow. Like I, I, do you know what? I actually felt guilty. Yeah. I felt so guilty that Mm. I had gone and enjoyed myself and we were talking back and forward as if nothing. And he was having, harboring this secret. Exactly. Exactly. So he said, um, he, but when, when I came back, he said, I'm, you know, I'm off, I'm off chemo. I know they said that Mm. I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm signed off, uh, you know, for the time being, Uh, my hair's grown back a bit. So like, let's, let's meet up. Cause the big thing for him was, Was it was his hair, which I understood. And and I tried to say to him, look, like for guys, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You should be like, I've got a thing for bald guys. Exactly. (laughs) It makes you even more cute. Yeah. If you're bald. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for him, he was like, I really want to see you, but let me just grow my hair back a Listen. bit so I was like fine no if no that's problems. what you want yeah. yeah no dramas no problem um and then we met up and our first date um, mm. as as you want to put it yeah. Yeah, was actually here in St Albans mm. um just in like a little like restaurant sort of cafe yeah. just yeah. in town and it wasn't sort of brought up then mm. I think at the time it was more you know getting to know him yeah. and you know he was like tell me all about your travels he mm. he didn't he didn't want to talk about it yeah. which was I was like fine I'm not gonna push no, you know yeah. I'm not gonna say oh you know so tell me how have you been you know because yeah. like, I didn't it was just whatever was yeah. was him being comfortable mm. and that's kind of how we blossomed I yeah. suppose um and I remember having that conversation with me he said look if I have to undergo treatment again because I'm not in remission yeah. you know I'm just for now they're happy with how my treatments yes. are yeah and I said well I I've been speaking to you for this long that I'm not just going to turn around and say oh right you've got cancer see you later yeah. because yeah. that's awful no, I would yeah. never never do yeah. that like, I like you for you I like you for you exactly yeah. so that's just how it all just blossomed yeah. really and then we had a good um, I'd say we had a good year of Ryan being cancer free. Right. Uh, well, I say cancer free, but not yeah, not not consuming exactly everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he he went back to work. So Ryan was a plumber by trade. Yeah. So he went back to work. Um, we um, you know, we're we're moving in here, mm. and everything seemed to be you know coming up roses, yeah. which is which was fine. You know, I'd got when I'd come back from Australia, I'd applied for my job um, within the company. Mm-hmm. I got it, and it was like, oh, you know, life's on the up. Life is on the up, mm. you know. And I was like, I finally found the person who yeah. I, I know it sounds so cheesy, but no, but it's not I, cheesy. I, you know, I, I want to spend the rest of my life yeah. with because you know, like when I was younger. At uni, you know, you'd you'd think you'd meet a guy and they'd yeah, be the one, and then yeah. like you know, two weeks later, a they'd, fuck boy, they'd yeah. literally dump you by text, and you'd be like, <laughs> I remember being absolutely heartbroken about, and I can absolutely wet myself about it now. At uni, I was yeah. absolutely heartbroken, yeah. and now I laugh and think, oh my, I didn't God. know what heartbroken was at all. What exactly? Yeah. Exactly. Thank God I dodged a bullet with that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was ju- that was just sort of how our story blossomed. Oh, really, so nice. stood on your foot. I know. Li- I know. And even at his funeral, one of his one of his best friends was um I Jordan was so brave. I I, yeah. I you know have to commend him for, for doing this. Um he said to me, like, you know, do you want me to say a few words? I said, I would love you to because yeah. I couldn't. Can't. I couldn't. Yeah. And 
and I sent him over, like, you know, him, you know, after yeah. meeting, and he read it out in the church, and everyone was absolutely <laughs> wetting themselves, and I was like, it's true, yeah, it's, it's, like, that's just that how was, we yeah, met, that yeah, that's so lush, and I used, to, so I used to say to him now, like, good thing you did step on my foot, and glad imagine you, if you did it, imagine oh, you doshed my foot, exactly, imagine if you stood on someone else's yeah. foot, <laughs> you would never have fumes, hard fumes, <laughs> oh, amazing, oh. so, so that was a little bit of your life before, yeah, um, so can you talk me through, so when it did start going downhill and it yeah. was okay we've got weeks oh, and God. your yeah. future was yeah. in jeopardy yeah. yeah so ryan passed away in august 2019 and the previous uh gosh yeah 2018 said so the previous june mm-hmm. sort of june time june 2018, yeah, yeah. Um, he met up with his oncologist okay. and she said that, um, you know, it had metastasized mm-hmm. and that Ryan would have to go back under treatment, right. under chemo. Yeah. And for me, that was the first time I was going to see him with chemo. Yeah. And I thought then, oh shit, like this is when... Am I ready for this? Am I, am I yeah. ready? You know, it's yeah. all good and well saying, yeah, 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 yeah. But when shit hits the fan... Push comes to shove, yeah. You know, yeah. and I was like, you know, and we had that conversation, mm. you know, as as any sort of couple would, yeah. I, I, I would yeah. imagine. And I was thinking, oh, you know, I'm, I, I, I need, of course, mm. you know, I, I, of course I'm going to stick by you yeah. and we're, we're in it together, you know. And the type of chemo that Ryan had, so he went through, again, losing his hair. Um, he was going back to UCH for mm-hmm. his treatment because that was where his oncologist was based. Because right. uh, his local hospital in Chelmsford, because his cancer is a rare cancer, yeah. they didn't have the knowledge and, yeah. you know, the which, resources and things like exactly, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he would go back and forward to UCH um, and he would go, his mum is a registered nurse. Okay. So she would, you know, go to him with his appointments and I yeah. would say to him, let me go. You know, mm. I'm your partner. Let yeah. me go. Steph. And he would say, no, yeah. Grace, I don't want you to. That's mm. not your role. Yeah. That's not what you're there for. And then I would have guilt of thinking, oh my God, you yeah. know, I, I'm not there for him. And, yeah. you know, what if something happens? But I actually went to one of his appointments with him mm. and it was quite surreal. It was quite, mm. you know, he was like, you know, it's just going to be a day where they go and, you know, there's there's people, you're literally just hooked up to a bag of chemotherapy. Yeah. So you just, you literally just sit, sit there, there. With, a, with a, you know, a line in your arm. And, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. It. Um, so I went with him and he was like, you know, bring, it's like a day out. He was like, you know, bring your Kindle, <laughs> you know, bring some resources for you not to get bored with because we're just going to be sat there. Yeah. We got on the train and I was a bit like, oh, I don't know what to expect. Yeah. And I remember walking into the, to the, um, it wasn't a ward, it was like a centre. Yeah. Um, and Ryan was, he was such a, you know, he would walk into a room of people yeah. and it would be awkward. He'd just talk to them. He's bossing. Yeah, yeah, young, old, like, oh. it, he'd just talk. And, you know, they, he'd be, you know, talking to all the nurses and they'd be like, oh, hi, Ryan. Oh. How are you doing? <laughs> you know, and, yeah, you know yeah. all, the, all the ladies that would come around and give you cups of tea, they'd be like, hello, hello. Ryan, nice to see you. Oh. Um, and there was one surreal point where we were playing Scrabble mm. um, and he, it was a sort of a running joke that every time he went to down to the, to the ward that he would play Scrabble. And yeah. Ryan was very, competitive <laughs> and I'd never played Scrabble before yeah. and I was like making up words like, <laughs> like you know bum I think yeah, it's one yeah. of them and he was like it's not a, a word. word and I was like oh whatever um, and yeah I remember sitting there and it was almost like that was my first reality yeah. into thinking you know because there was just a vast array of people yeah. young old mm. um, and I remember we were on the fourth floor and the fifth floor mm. of the ward it was a children's for, for children that were you yeah. know going through cancer yeah. 
and you could see it because it was all glass walled. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at these children, probably about the same age as my nephews, yeah. younger, thinking, Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, fuck, this is real. Yeah, like, cancer doesn't care. It, yeah, it literally does, don't does, fuck. doesn't care who you are, what you are. What this you This is life. Yeah. Um, and I, it was a long day. It was like an eight till six sort of mm. day. And we got back here and, you know, he said, how are you? And I was like, drained yeah like I'm drained mm. I, I, it's, it's a it's like I, I that was when I you know I respected him anyway but yeah. I found this new sense found, of respect yeah. Yeah. for him Even because deeper. exactly and you know I remember his mum afterwards saying to me sometimes that when they'd get on the train that he'd have you know chemotherapy mm-hmm. and he'd come home like be back on the train and obviously it was busy it was rush hour yeah. people coming out of London and you know he'd stand the whole way and he'd offer seats to elderly oh. people and his mum and you know his mum would be like no 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 you need you to sit, sit down and you've just yeah, had chemo exactly and he'd be like no 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 like I'm fine I'm alright mm. and Ryan was the type of person that you could not tell him that he was ill yeah. because he wanted to do mm. his own thing he would not let cancer define him because yeah. Ry- Ryan's type of chemotherapy um, well up until kind of the very end was I used to call it a fanny pack <laughs> so it used he used to have this little yeah. like bag yeah. that used to tie around his waist with it was like a balloon right. of the drugs inside right. it. and obviously as it was um he had a pick line so okay. the line that would feed into his arm right. that would feed him the yeah, chemotherapy yeah, yeah, yeah. and it would obviously the balloon would get smaller and smaller and smaller yeah. so he'd be he'd have like six weeks on or mm-hmm. like say four to six weeks on as in yeah. he'd have the little bottle the, yeah and then he'd go back have two weeks off and then on again yeah so that was kind of how his cycle mm-hmm. worked but when he had the little fanny pack on <laughs> we were we did so much like yeah. we would be able to because he would walk around yeah. and it, like to look at him you wouldn't even know wouldn't that think. he was ill yeah. or you know undergoing chemo. Yeah. we'd go to the cinema we'd go for dinner we'd go for weekends mm. away together yeah. like it was just normal he lived a normal couple exactly life. it was normal and i remember he um, gosh it was this time last year actually he was in our bathroom mm. and I think he'd just been, he'd come back from the hospital and he was getting into the shower and I think it was just the day and everything in between mm-hmm. it. He fell and he ended up making a huge hole in the bath. <gasps> and I said to him, oh, don't worry about it. It's like, it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's fine. Like, I'll get, my, you know, a friend of my dad's or yeah, my brother-in-law or somebody yeah. to fix it. He was like, I'm not letting you pay mm. someone else to do a job that I can do. He was like, no, 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 mm. no. So he fitted that bath. bath. And the whole shower unit and everything by himself. I mean, fair yeah. enough. It took him like three days. Yeah. But he was like, no, did it. I'm doing it. Yeah. Like, and I and I was having kittens because I was yeah, thinking, oh my god, you can't, yeah. you can't do that. Like, please, just don't do it. And he was like, no, I'm gonna do doing it. it. And he did it. So oh. he was so strong Defiant and just that. was yeah. like, nope, I am not letting this beat me. So. Um, Christmas 2018, we went to um, Sri Lanka mm-hmm. with my family, which was amazing because, yeah. like I said, Christmas every year is our tra- like family tradition that we yeah. always go yeah. away. Um, and he didn't get a doctor's note to go. So mm. technically he wasn't supposed <laughs> to go, but he was like, fuck it, Grace, I'm, I'm not missing out on a holiday to Sri Lanka. Yeah. No chance. Exactly. And he was, like, his travel insurance, obviously... Fucking through the roof. It was three yeah. and a half thousand. Fuck and he was like, nah, not paying that. So oh. he went to oh. Sri Lanka. so amazing. So he amazing. went to Sri Lanka with no travel insurance, <laughs> no doctors, no, nothing. So... 
thank God that nothing, nothing happened. happened to him. Um, and I didn't know that he didn't have any travel insurance until we got there. He had been like, yeah, don't worry. Got done it. it. I've done it. And I was like, for weeks, weeks, I was on his case being like, babe, come on. Like, yeah. this this isn't like me or, you know, you getting travel insurance. Yeah. He was like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I've done it. So I took his word for it. And anyway, got there. And I, I mentioned something about, I said, oh, have you got your documents for your travel insurance? So I was like putting things in like in the yeah, safe yeah, yeah, when yeah, you get yeah. to the hotel, like passports and whatever. And he was like, about um, that. I don't actually have some. <laughs> and I... Joking. <laughs> we're in Sri Lanka like there's mosquitoes and there's elephants everything there's, you are like like a walking hazard you are literally like if god forbid if anything bites you or touches you you're your immune system is non-existent yeah. so how on earth and he was like he was laughing Lol. he was like just don't worry about it it's fine. <laughs> so, so yeah so we we and that holiday will always Stick be in my you. mind because yeah. we had such a good time and but then it was like I think, you know, when you're in that bubble of holiday, yeah. you don't want it to end. And I, in my head, I knew that when the day that we got back, the day after Ryan would go back into chemo again. Yeah. And I sort of knew that, it, I knew that it was happening, but I almost created this like bubble in my head that mm. the cancer would go away. Yeah. That when you go on holiday and you come back, the cancer's gone. Yeah. And especially the way he must have been, like where he was so yeah. larger than life. You yeah. think he's bouncing back. Exactly. Like he's, he's okay. Exactly. He's fine. Yeah. He's fine. And I remember getting really, really upset. And he actually said to me, Grace, did you think the cancer would go away? Just because we went from Sri Lanka. And yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought Sri Lanka would fix you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So that was kind of when, um, so January of last year, mm -hmm. he was going back and forward, back and forward, back and forward. But in the meantime, you know, we were still having all these holidays yeah. and all these weekends away and living life. And for my birthday in June, um, he booked for us to go to New York. Because mm. I was always saying, oh, I'd love to go to New York, yeah. like the two of us. And, and he did it. And mm. he also booked, um, and I love Ariana Grande. Yeah, yeah. He booked us to go and see Ariana Grande in New York. In New York. And I was like, what oh a guy. I was like, <gasps> life is made. Yeah, like, yeah. I, and I remember when he told me that, oh. I, I actually said to him, I said, I cannot be any more happier than yeah, I am now. Yeah. And he said, well, okay, well, I've booked Ariana Grande, but I've also booked in Madison Square Garden, there's like an MMA boxing night. So like, mm. let's, are, are you all right to come to that? I was like, well, I haven't got a choice. Yeah, well, you fucking booked it, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, right, tit for tat. Okay, yeah, okay you yeah. Ariana Grande, right, yeah. do it. Let's just do it. Yeah. Um, and thinking about that, that we were already in New York for five days. Mm. Um, but when we when we got to the airport as well, I think it was just such a magical holiday. Obviously, yeah. because of Ariana Grande, and you know, just because just we were in New happen. York, yeah. we got to Heathrow, and you know, um, we were flying with Virgin, and there mm. was like, a, oh, it's me. I know. Oh my god, yeah. stop! Oh, see, that's spooky. Like to yeah. think, might have. <gasps> well, yeah, you never oh know. My god. We might have. So you know, obviously, you would know. Yeah, now yeah, yeah. That, um, the, where you check in on yeah. the little box yeah, thingies. Yeah, fucking hate them. Yes, yeah, the bane you. of our lives. Thank yeah. you, thank you. <laughs> um, I, for some reason, was like, I can't bloody check us in. Mm. So there was a lady um, who obviously worked for Virgin, and I said, yeah. oh, excuse me, I said, I'm really sorry, Like, would you mind helping us you check, know, in. check yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, yeah, of course, Like, where are you going? Like, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. 
And Ryan, obviously, like, this was, this is like, you know, talking the talk was like, yeah, I booked it for our birthday. Ah. You know, going to see Ariana Grande. And because um, he said, oh, we've had a bit of a shit year. Yeah. And, you know, he said, I'm, you know, undergoing chemotherapy and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they said, oh, God. She said, um, there's just a bit of a problem with your ticket. She said, I'll be back. Yeah. So she went, she walked off with our tickets. And there's me thinking, she's gone for about half an hour. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, come on. Like, yeah. we need to check in. Like, yeah, we need, I to, need get to get go. this right. Then she came back and she said, um, Happy birthday. She said, I've really been touched by your story. Oh. So here's an upgrade. Oh my God, I work with actually really nice people. <laughs> I know. My colleagues. I know. That is so spooky. That, oh my God. Oh, I, I love know. that. I know. Because we, we, we love to, when we see things that are like, we want to do right by you. Absolutely. Oh, I'm so happy you upgraded. I know. And oh my God, that was like, Ryan obviously started to get really emotional, gave oh. her a big hug and was like, I'm crying. Yeah. Like, we're going in business. So we got there and it's safe to say that I made the most of yeah, business class, duh. made the most of the champagne, got to New York and it was all a bit of a blur, mm-hmm. but got there. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, being, being a bit drunk and having jet lag is not a good mix. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that, and I think for him, I remember when we got there, he was taking pictures of everything. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, you got Wi-Fi on a plane. What the hell? <laughs> and he was like taking pictures of the bed, of the menu, oh, of like the bit where you store. Yeah, 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 yeah. Massive. It's lovely. Um, it? it was, it, and that for me, and I, that was the last holiday that we ever went yeah. on. So that for me was what a trip. so special. Um, but yeah, and every time I hear an Ariana Grande song, I'm like, Ooh, the yeah. men's, the men's. Yeah, and there was me like loving life, yeah. and he's just sat there like, <laughs> fucking yeah. regretting this. Yeah, I'm like, do you like Ariana Grande? He was like, oh, she's all right. Yeah, she's all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bless. Um, but then, yeah, so that was in the summer. And then, uh, gosh, Ryan's birthday was on the 24th of July. Mm-hmm. And I'd noticed that he'd lost a lot of weight, mm-hmm. a lot of weight. And that was not Ryan. Yeah. Ryan loved his food. Uh-huh. And so so did I. <laughs> um, so we used to joke that say we would eat our way around St. Albans because <laughs> we would just eat and eat and eat and eat. Um, and it was when... Um, he Yeah, so when we got back from New York, he was put on a different um, kind of chemotherapy. Yeah. And that was the first time for me that he was starting to be very ill. So yeah. he was throwing up, he mm. was bed bound. And I was thinking, oh God, this is not okay. Yeah. Like this is, I'm not, and yeah, seeing, I'm not used to no, this, this isn't, is, yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. And then seeing how much weight he'd lost. Mm. Um, and I just, I kind of knew that something wasn't right. Mm. And then um, August, the, it was a Monday. Um, it was a Monday, uh, sorry, it was early hours of Monday morning. So, um, the Saturday, I remember it, it was the first weekend of the football season. And mm-hmm. he said to me, can I, obviously I'm going to go home and, and watch the first match with the boys. And yeah. Chelsea, I was like, do it. Yeah, like, yeah. Just do it. Go. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was in London. I'd gone to a brunch um, mm-hmm. with my friends. So I said, oh, you know, I'll come around on the Sunday and we'll yeah. like, have dinner and whatever. Um, and then I didn't hear from him until a bit later on in the morning on Sunday. Mm. And I said, oh, are you okay? Like, mm. Are you feeling all right? He was like, I, I really don't feel well. Mm. Um, he was like, I just feel a bit like low, like in myself, like no energy, mm. like groggy. Mm. Um, and like, my chest feels a bit tight. And yeah. I said, okay, well, like, do you want me to, you know, come over? And he was like, yeah. no, no, no. He was like, look, stay where you are. He was like, I'll come to you. Right. Uh, like I'll come home. Yeah. And I was like, well, no, 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 don't. No, if you're not like, feeling don't right. Don't if you're not yeah. feeling well. And then he went back to bed and just slept, like mm. literally slept, slept, slept. And he wasn't answering his phone and I started to panic a bit. And mm. then I rang his sister and cause he was at his sister's at the time. And yeah. she said, Oh yeah, no, he's fine. He's, he's just, just sleeping. Sleep. I'm yeah. not, you know, I'm not going to wake him. I said, mm. no, no, just leave him to sleep. 
so that was on the Sunday. Then the Monday I get get up, get ready to go to work. Um, and I see that he's texted me at like silly o'clock mm. and he said, Grace, um, I'm in an ambulance. Um, I can't, I can't breathe. Mm. So my sister called an ambulance and we're going in to see what it could be. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh Jesus. But mm. for me, it was like, he had a blood transfusion yeah. the couple of days before we went to Dublin, mm. a weekend away in Dublin. So yeah. for me, it was kind of like, oh, well we've been there and we've done that. Yeah. And he's come out the other side. It may just be a blood transfusion. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Whatever, you know, haha, <laughs> hindsight, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember on that Friday, it was his friend's his friend's getting married, so mm. we were meant to go to a wedding on Friday. Um, and I was like, right, okay, well, I'll you know let me know when the visiting hours are ready, and I'll and I'll come, yeah. I'll leave work, and I'll come and see you. Yeah. So went to see him, and because obviously he was, um, it's new, people that are uh, suffering with cancer are known as neutropedic, where right. their immune system are just so low that they can catch anything. So right. they're not segregated, but they're in a they're in a ward, yeah, in a room by themselves, yeah, 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 they're yeah. not on a main not mixing exactly. main ward, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I went to see him on the Monday, and he, I remember he was sat um, in the hospital chair, and he just was like, "I'm just so bored, like mm. I'm really bored." He was on um, oxygen, so it was in a small yeah. white yeah, tube yeah, yeah, of oxygen. Yeah. So he said, oh, they're just giving me a bit of oxygen. They think I've got a bit of an infection. But that's why I couldn't breathe because my um, my oxygen levels were so low. Yeah. But I'll have a bit of this and, you know, they're going to keep me in and I'll probably be out on Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm. So I was like, okay, great. And he said, oh, remember, we've got the wedding on Friday. I've got to get, can't miss that. And yeah. there was me thinking, yeah, yeah, we'll, like, go, we'll, we'll go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't see any reason why not. I was like, if you feel up to it, then we'll go. Then Tuesday came around. He was like, yep, they're going to let me go on Wednesday. Great, great, great. So then Wednesday came around and I at work I was I had a manic day I remember I was driving here there and everywhere mm. and normally in the mornings I would ring him going in yeah just to you know in the car Catch up, yeah yeah and I hadn't heard from him and I remember him saying to me oh the signal in the hospital is really bad so mm. if I don't hear from you it's then it's because of that I was yeah. like right okay I didn't think much of it because I was here there and everyone I didn't actually check my phone until mm. I was leaving work and I hadn't had anything from him mm. and I was a bit like oh that's really unlike him yeah so I called him, went straight to voicemail, then called his mum, went straight to voicemail and blah, blah, blah. So I'm driving home being like, oh, that's a bit weird, mm. but I'll call them when I get home and yeah. see what's happening. What's anyway, got home, shower, dinner, sitting on the sofa in my pyjamas and still nothing. And mm. now I'm starting to think, right, okay, there's something so wrong. Something not right. Um, and I I actually Googled the hospital because I knew what ward he was on because I was yeah. going to ring the hospital directly. Yeah. As I was just about to call them, his mum rang me mm. and she said, Grace, I'm so sorry. Uh, the signal's been really bad, but we're still here. Mm. And I was like, oh God, is everything okay? Mm. And I knew, I know De- like Denise is such a lovely person and it's it, she's very like calm and she's, mm. you know, I think mm. it's, that's that's part of, you know, her job yeah, role as well. Yeah. And she said to me, Grace, um, I, I would advise you to come to the hospital. Mm. And I'm thinking, oh, what, why? Yeah. Is he okay? And she said, um, well, the doctors are saying he has 24 to 48 hours. Oh, and ignorant me is thinking, oh, what, till he gets out? Yeah. And and she went, no, no. He, he's, he's really not well. And that was when my world yeah, just crashed. crashed. And I was here and I just thought I was hysterical. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, what do yeah, I do? Yeah. Through clothes, I don't know, I don't I don't even know what clothes, yeah. through, Bikini through yeah, exactly, yeah, literally, get like threw things in a bag, got in the car and I drove, uh, yeah, I drove to my mum and dad's because I called my mum and yeah. I said, what do I do, what do I do? Mm. And she said, look, drive, 
drive to us and we will drive we'll to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Do not drive Safe to the hospital. Yeah. yeah. So drive, don't know how I did it. Like, mm. like an absolute lunatic mm. to my mum and dad. And then th- now you're talking probably about 9.30. Yeah. Um, got in the car, whizzed round to Chelmsford in like record time mm. um, and got to the ward and his mum, you know, his mum and my mum were there and they were talking. And I remember walking to this ward because he had, he'd been moved yeah. from the original ward that he was on. And there was like um, a, a buzzer that you had to press before yeah, you went in, and, go I, in yeah. and I was like, oh, "This is not. This is odd. This is why is this like this?" Yeah. Remember, and it was dark because it was like I said, it was about yeah. ten o'clock when we got there, and I'm walking in this ward, and I, all I could see was old. Like, it was an old person's ward. It was the yeah. respiratory ward, yeah. and these people looked so ill Ill, like they just look like corpses and then you're thinking what the fuck am i about to walk into and i was thinking oh please no no Mm. no no please let this be like a cut through to another ward or a life full exactly yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. and i and i I still have this picture in my mind ryan is in the corner of 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 the ward and he has um it's called optiflow so it's um it's a bigger machine that um gives the patient oxygen yeah but it's like too big tubes that, yeah. and they're, they're bright blue as well mm. and i remember him waving at me Aww. at the corner in the corner of this bed and i looked at him oh and my. i just went oh my, my god. god i couldn't even go to him yeah i You're turned st- st- and ran i ran oh. down the ward because i i, I just could not believe yeah. that that was ryan yeah and there was two wonderful lovely nurses who literally just grabbed either side of me took me to this room and we're like, is, are you okay? Yeah. And I just, and I, the first thing I ever said to them was, he's going to die, isn't he? Yeah. And just know. you just know. Just know. And, and they said to me, look, we can't say anything, mm. but Ryan is very poorly. He's yeah. not, he's not well. And then my mum came in and my mum was trying to, I remember her being like, come on, like mm. be strong for him. Yeah. Like, come on. She was trying to give me that tough love yeah, of being like, yeah. stop crying. He wants to see you because my mum yeah. obviously went to see him and, yeah. and, and you know, he was, he actually said to my mum, oh my God, what have I done? Have yeah. I upset her? Oh. And my mum was saying, oh no, no, no. You know, she was trying to think of a reason as yeah. to why, yeah. because she knew that I was so upset yeah. because seeing him like that so that anyway calmed down went to see him and where he had the oxygen it was like it was so loud yeah. that he couldn't really hear, hear you what you're saying, yeah. so I was saying are you okay and he's going yeah I'm fine <laughs> yeah I'm really well and I was there was all these old people that, yeah, all these old men that were asleep around the bed and I was going shush shush in a voice yeah because I didn't want all these old people to get up and start shouting at him for like waking them up um, and, and he said I'm fine like I'm okay and I was like oh okay yeah. you know and then I said right I'll, you know I'll, I'll see you tomorrow um, and then from then on, the next day, Ryan was um, moved to his own ward. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, he's moved to his own room in the same ward. Right. Um, just because obviously his immune system was yeah, so low. Yeah, and he yeah. was the youngest person in the ward. Okay. And that was when... Um, the day of the wedding, um, this we, is the Friday. This is the Friday, yeah. yeah. So we had booked um, the hotel where it was like where the afters were, yeah. um, just because it was just easy. It was like an old. It was like imagine it was like a in in the country, and they've got like yeah. an old sort of country house, yeah, yeah, where yeah like, like a guests, manor house, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'd booked it ages ago because I was like, just out of convenience. I was like, if you're not feeling up to it, we can just like crash yeah, out. Yeah, in yeah, bed. yeah, it's yeah, fine. yeah. And that was still booked, and I because my mum bless her she was driving me back and forward to Chelmsford and it's from Chelmsford to my mum's is about on a good day 45 to an hour on a bad day more yeah um because my routine was get up 
go to the hospital, spend yeah. 12 to 15 yeah. hours yeah. there and then come home again. That's mm. it. That's, yeah. that's, that's your life. That's that my that day. is my day. Um, and I said to her one night, it, it, it was late. It was like one o'clock in the morning. And I said to her, look, let's just stay at the hotel yeah. because it's convenient. And I actually didn't know the, the couple that were getting married. Yeah. So I said, look, I don't know anyone here. I we can just go stay. Yeah. It was like ten minutes around the corner from the hospital. Saves yeah. us a journey. Let's just do let's it. Do it yeah. So we did it, and then on the Friday, this is the Friday of the wedding. I was like, right, getting up, getting ready to go to, to the hospital because you're not sleeping. Like yeah. sleep no. is like yeah. you're just waiting for that phone to ring. You get you're getting into bed, and you're just like, oh god, if I fall asleep, what's something yeah, happened? Yeah, what have you? Um, and his mu- uh, Denise text uh, my mum and mm. said, um, hi Brenda, would uh, would it be okay if, if George Georgina? If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Which is Ryan's sister and I meet you at the hotel. Mm. We just want to, you know, talk talk through things. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I wonder, I wonder what that yeah, is. Yeah, talk about. Yeah. yeah. I was like, mm, okay. Like, didn't think anything of it. Mm. In my head at this point, I'm thinking... To me, he looks he looks okay. Yeah. So he's gonna fight this. He's fine. not gonna die. Nope. He's gonna be fine. And anyway, I was like, oh, it's a bit weird. My mum's like, I-, I think my mum knew, and uh, we haven't mm. had this conversation, but I think she knew Just what what's gonna yeah. happen. And they said, oh, we're here, and they said oh, we'll be there about half an hour, and it's like the longest half an hour of your life because yeah, you're, you're like, like mm, what are they gonna say yeah, to me? Yeah. And my mum opened the door because we're still staying in this room of the hotel. My mum opened the door, and I looked at. Ryan's sister's face mm. and I just knew yeah. she was distraught and yeah. I knew that it, it had to be yeah. it had to be something bad and mm. I remember this is all I remember of this moment mm. because I think my brain has almost blocked it out because yeah. it's so traumatic that it's like I don't I don't want to comprehend that yeah. so I'm going to yeah. try and block it yeah. out I remember I was sat on the edge of the bed and Denise sat on the edge of the bed with me and she held my hand and she said um Grace, I'm really sorry, but it's not good news. There's mm. nothing more that can be done. And I just remember screaming, yeah. screaming, screaming, and screaming, and 
just saying no, mm. no, yeah, you're wrong, no. you're wrong. Yeah. You know, nothing personal against no, Denise, yeah, but yeah, it was but just like, like sorry, you're wrong. Yeah, you're yeah. all wrong. He's not going to die. No. And then it was oh shit, like he is. Yeah. And then I and then it, I was even more hysterical. I was mm. screaming, and my mum, my mum was just going like shush, like stop, stop, stop screaming. Yeah. But I I couldn't, mm. I couldn't stop. It was like in my head as well. I was going Grace, shut up. Yeah, like but I just my mouth just. It wasn't wasn't no, corresponding. No, yeah. it just wouldn't stop. And then I remember my mum then was crying, and then there was like a small balcony. So she went out, and I remember her ringing my dad, my sister, everyone, just to tell them yeah. that he was he was going to die. Yeah. And it was almost as if she had to go back and baby me, and just yeah. be like, right, get in the shower. Yeah, we're going to the we're hospital. Yeah. Just keep going. And mm-hmm. it was it was then that you know Ryan was put on. Um, that was on the Friday. Then on the Saturday, my brother-in-law and my sister drove me up to see him. They were crying. And then it was even more like, oh, shit, this is real now. Yeah. You know, this is like... So when on that Saturday when you went to go see him, mm. was he conscious? No, no. no. He was not conscious. No, so he, yeah, so he was put on a, a morphine driver. Right, yeah. And for terminally ill patients, a morphine driver is just what makes you comfortable yeah and it's obviously morphine is like an extremely you know powerful powerful drug and his eyes his eyes were closed Mm. and he just was he he knew he knew that we were there because he was like squeezing our hands and twitching and then sometimes he'd sort of turn over and like make a noise or make Mm. a sound and then other moments he'd you know, we'd all be, it's surreal, like, you're all sat around a room, mm. like, his family and his loved ones, and he'd just say, you know, Wallace and Gromit, or I fucking hate that, or, like, just come, <laughs> no, yeah, or give me a cup of tea, like, some <laughs> random, random yeah, thing. Like, oh. Yeah, and, but that was all he would say. Yeah. I think it was just because he was just as high as a kite, yeah. and and that was all really that that he could say, just but we'd laugh, that. because yeah. it would be funny. Yeah. Like, and you're thinking, oh my God, what like, this fuck? is so yeah, surreal. Yeah. But I remember it was on the Saturday and I said to the doctors, because when the doctors, you know, do their rounds and I asked Denise as well, I said, uh, because obviously she was next of kin and, you know, patient confidentiality and all that. I said, for my own sanity and for my own understanding of this, can I sit with you and ask the doctors just what the hell is going on? Mm. Like, how have we got from here on Monday where he's just got a bit of a low blood count to the fact that he's going to die? Um, and she said, oh, absolutely. So the doctor that I sat down with, she was the same age as Ryan. And mm. she said, um, Grace, you know, everyone on this ward has been so touched by his determination, Aww. by his strength, because we're the same age as him. Yeah. And, you know, it should even, we have a WhatsApp group that we all say, you know, we're not supposed to, but we all <laughs> say, oh, how's Ryan doing? Is he okay? Because yeah. we're so like touched by mm-hmm. this story. Mm-hmm. But she said, the, his cancer is just everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's, it's in his kidneys, in his liver. Mm. Parts of it had gone into his bone density. Mm. Um, he started off with an infection in his lung, but obviously that was to do with everything else with his tumours and the sarcoma. So yeah. he was just, for want of a better word, riddled. Yeah. And I just was like, right. I said, can you just tell me that all the pain that he had from his last chemo, from the CT scans and everything that you've done, has mm. it worked? Yeah. And they said, oh yeah, no, we can see that the tumours have shrunk, yeah. but his cancer is 
everywhere. It's yeah, everywhere. It doesn't matter. Shrunk. It's, it's just it's, everywhere. Yeah, you can try and contain it, but the type of cancer that he has, it doesn't matter because it's, it's in his blood. Yeah. So. And, there, yeah. and I just remember thinking, oh my Fuck. god. Yeah. And I think my grief for Ryan started on that Friday when yeah. his mum said that he was going to die yeah. because I was, uh, God, even thinking about it now, I just couldn't, I couldn't function. Yeah. I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't get dressed. I just was consumed by this, oh my God, he's going he's to die. Go. And I just was hysterically crying at home. And it, oh, it was, yeah, cause I, I was staying with my parents yeah. and it just was, it was just horrendous. Yeah. And, and it's almost as if like, you go in, you spend so much time with that person mm. and then you see, I wonder what they're like the next day. And you, you mm. expect a miracle. You expect You expect them, improvement. You expect them just yeah. to sit up and be like, oh, I'm all right now. Yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, I could sleep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you just think that's never going to happen. Mm. And, you know, when his mum would, you know, whoever would be in the room, they'd say, oh, you know, Grace is here. And I know that, you know, he held my hand and, mm. he'd so- and the last thing that he ever said to me was, I love you. <sighs> so, and I, you know, Ryan and I had those conversations you know before he was too sedated yeah. where i remember i actually and i never we never spoke about death yeah we never yeah. ever spoke yeah. about death and you know we joked like oh what would i do without you as mm. you do but then we'd never stop and go oh, actually, actually what, would what I will do? i do yeah. yeah and i remember saying to him right so <laughs> i couldn't even say it i couldn't <laughs> even say Oh God, well, I know you're going to die. Yeah. But, and what, what he did was because he, he knew that I was so, you know, I, I would be absolutely crazy about it. Mm. He said to me, I didn't want you to get to the hospital and the doctors to tell you, I wanted you, I wanted my mum yeah. to go and tell you because your mum was there. Yeah. You'd have that release if you wanted mm, to scream. Yeah. Which I, the, probably the poor guests at this hotel probably like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what is going it's on in, in there? That room. Someone being murdered <laughs> yeah. or something. Um, and you know, I, he said to me, um, I, I, I know, I, sorry, I said to him, I said, what am I going to do without you? Mm. Like, what am I going to do without you? Cause I never truly showed my emotions in yeah, front of him. Yeah. If I wanted to cry about him being ill, yeah. it would never be in, in front, front of, of him. him. It would always be without Behind, him. Yeah. Um, and I said, what am I going to do without you? And he said, you're going to live. Aww. You're going to live. He said, I want you to move forward in your life i want you to meet somebody else i want you to have children he said because your life is not complete without children because i would see like you know something someone had a baby or you know i'd be like (laughs) 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 not yet um and you know and when he said that i want you to meet someone else i was like no no i don't want anybody else yeah and he said but don't worry he was like i'll be there you know i'll be judging them and he was like don't go on tinder i don't (laughs) want you to meet anyone on tinder he was like you know just yeah just be happy he's like i want you to um, because we have a, um, it's like a family sort of holiday home in Bournemouth. Yeah. And he said to me, I want you to go to Bournemouth. I want you to sit on a bench and I just want you to talk to me. Oh. And uh, that's, that's what I did. Yeah. You know? and, you and I'm just, I, I have comfort in knowing that we had these conversations, even though yeah. I was an absolute it's hot, hard conversation. I was like, I don't want to no, talk to you about this. But how lovely to and have I, them. But even when I was talking, having these awful conversations about it he he was never cried he yeah. never he just said to me grace everyone's gonna die mm. everyone is gonna die it's inevitable but he said i'm pushing in the queue yeah unfortunately i'm just <laughs> me next. yeah he said move out of the way bitches i'm coming through <laughs> oh. um he just said he was just so 
brave. Just like, sat, he's throughout, yeah. like, even everyone said it, like, if you asked him, like, how are you feeling? He'd be like, yeah, fine, how are you? Like, he never would let anyone yeah. think, like, oh, God, I've got such a backache or I've yeah, got such a this yeah. or a that. Like, he never, ever wanted anybody to know mm. that he was ill. And I think that's when my, my sort of grief started. And I remember Ryan died the really early hours of uh, Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. So he died four thir- just before 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. And I made it quite clear for my own, I think for my own like grief and my own sort of sanity that I did not want to see him dead. I did not want to be in the room when he died because that to me was my worst nightmare. That that, that was torture. That was absolute torture because that was everything that I was like, no, 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 no. Not going to happen. And there it was. Crystal clear. Exactly. And I knew that he wouldn't want want uh, wanted sorry he wouldn't have wanted me to see him dead he wouldn't have wanted that and knowing what the effect would be exactly I wanted to hold his hand I wanted to just feel him warm yeah and I and I I think my sort of advice for anybody well not that I'm sitting here preaching saying (laughs) like I'd give advice for anybody who is you know going through whether it's a parent a sister brother whoever that is terminally ill Mm. there is no amount of times that you can just say that you love them like when ryan i remember when it was him and i in the room i'd sit there on my phone i'd be like oh do you remember we did this weekend and that Mm. weekend and he'd be his eyes closed he wouldn't even be with it i'd just be talking at him and i'd hold his hand and you just like i remember there was once that i um i just gave him a hug yeah i literally just was like he was in the bed and I wasn't like on top of him, but yeah. I was like leaning over to him, just, yeah, just giving comfort. him my heart. Yeah. Just because I ne- I wanted to smell, smell him, him and feel him. Feel him. And yeah. I know that seeing him, if I had have been in the room, yeah. I wouldn't be able... All those able... lovely memories no. would have been just tarnished. Yeah, that, yeah. that would have been absolute torture. And I know everybody is different. Yeah, and I'm not yeah. here saying what I did, yeah, no. everyone should do, because it's of course not. You. you know, people want to be there when their mm. loved one takes their last breath. They, yeah. And that's absolutely fine. Whatever works for you. But mm. for me... That was that would have been I wouldn't have been able to sit here and talk about it yeah, had I have seen, seen that. Him, it would yeah. have been torture, yeah. absolute torture for me. Yeah. So his sister, I remember it was a Wednesday night and um we'd had a really like he was getting really distressed in himself. Mm. Like Ryan was not an aggressive or a argumentative person. He was the most laid back person yeah, you'd ever meet. Sounds he it. was like, <laughs> what would be will be the amount of like parking tickets and stuff he used to get and it would just be like whatever. whatever. Yeah. Like he wasn't wasn't bothered at all. I remember he got his dad to write he got like I think he almost had 12 points in his life for speeding <laughs> and he got his dad to like pretend to be him to like, write take the points. to write to take the points and to, to write a letter to excuse him <laughs> and he, he got away with it he got away with it I was like you jammy kid <laughs> you jammy kid there was I remember one time he was on the M25 he was coming over from Chelmsford to come here and we were meant to go for dinner that night mm. and he rang me and he was he was like oh we're on the way home I was like oh are you okay he was like, Grace, I've broken down. <laughs> and I went, what? He was like, I've just run out of petrol. And I was like, <laughs> did you not? He was like, yeah, it was red when I left Chelmsford, but I thought I'd make it in time. And my first thought wasn't, oh God, are you okay? I was like, well, we're going to miss dinner now, aren't we? <laughs> like that was- Oh, dinner reservation. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, oh, cheers. There's me on the side of the M25. Yeah, yeah you're like, worried about your fucking belly. <laughs> But that was just him. Just him. Like he just he wasn't wasn't didn't yeah, care. He just didn't yeah. care. Um but he um 
Yeah, he started to get, I think, where he was on so much morphine. And I, I don't know if he knew mm. that something was coming, that he, he, it was almost like he started to get like, he. I remember once he actually sat up and tried to get out of bed. Oh my God. And yeah, um, I've, I've, in Megan's episode, I remember she saying like her mum just had this strength just come uh, out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, lay down, lay yeah. down. It's almost like a, an adrenaline. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had to get, luckily his friends, I wasn't in the room, but his friends were in the room and they had to physically like yeah, push her shin band back yeah. down on the bed. He would rip the um, oxygen mask, mask yeah. off because I think it was like he'd get all confused. He didn't what know. What am I doing he'd, here? He'd be yeah. shouting and screaming and he would associate, when the nurses would come in and just say hello, mm. he would associate that with um, giving him uh, his medication so yeah. it was almost as if he would have like a panic attack and yeah. he'd say help 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 yeah. but he, he would be he'd be fine yeah. you know and and I remember we had a really Wednesday was really hard for me to see mm. as well and I just remember thinking oh please like if there's a god or somebody please just take him now yeah. because I mean this is over a week so this is nearly two weeks yeah. that this has been going yeah. on for and I that Wednesday I held his hand and his mum said oh you know I'll just give you a bit of time together mm. which was lovely and I held his hand and I whispered in his ear I said just go yeah. please just it's just okay go. if you want to go yeah you it's can go. okay stop I holding on yeah. exactly like I love you mm. everyone here loves you mm. um just just go mm. and that Wednesday night I left and when I'd, cause it'd either be one of my families would, they would take mm. me home. I'd wave, I'd be like, bye, yeah. see you tomorrow. But that night, I just knew. Yeah, I knew. Maybe there's not a tomorrow. And I, and I went, I went to bed and I said to my mum, I said, mum, I think, I think it's going to be tonight, tonight. Tonight. And she said, it's in, you know, God's hands or whoever. Mm -hmm. And it was weird because that night, again, you're just lying in bed, like drifting off going, oh no, 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 I don't want to go to sleep because you're just waiting Thank for you. that phone yeah. call. Um, his sister before my phone rang because it was his sister who told me mm. before my phone rang I I, I, I must have been dreaming or doing mm. something but I actually heard him shout Grace yeah. it was like Grace and then <gasps> yeah. my phone rang spooky, and it was his sister yeah. and she said Grace he's gone mm. he's gone and I just remember I thought that I would be on the floor hysterical yeah. oh my god yeah. but I'd, I'd been through that and I was yeah. still going through that. And I just went, oh, okay. Right. I said, are you, are you, like, how are you? Are you okay? Yeah. Like, how was it? And I was surprisingly really calm. Yeah. And she said, you know, it was um, in the room. It was um, his parents, um, his sister and his granddad that mm. was in the room. And um, they, I think his, his mum had popped to the toilet. Um, his sister had gone to get coffee or something. And his dad noticed that his breathing was getting kind of more raspy. Yeah. So he called the nurse in and the nurse said, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be, yeah, it's, it's going to be time. And she said he just just breathed out and that was it mm. and that was it and yeah. you know it was no more pain no yeah. more and I just remember that I, and it was at 4 30 and I remember you know I was saying at my parents and I went into my mum and my dad and I, I woke them up and I said he's gone and my dad I'd, I'd never seen my dad cry before never yeah. my dad burst into tears mm. and I, I, I just it when was, you see that and you're like, when you yeah exactly like my dad's like a he's a he's a man's he's man a yeah, yeah he's not exactly <laughs> for want of a better word yeah <laughs> And he just and he just said it's just the saddest thing. Yeah. Like I don't even have any words. Like I'm just so sorry. Yeah. Um. And it was like I remember my my auntie, then my dad's sister Kate. Like she got the day off work when she heard the news, and she mm. came round, and then my sister-in-law and, and everyone. It was all these people that were yeah. just in the house, yeah. and I just remember thinking, 
Wow. This is real. My, he, but I didn't cry. I wasn't yeah. like, oh my Just God. It was 100% shock. A 100% shock. And that weekend was the weekend leading on to the bank holiday. Yeah. And the Friday my mum just literally got clothes, threw me into the car, mm. drove down to Bournemouth, and the weather was beautiful. Yeah. And I remember it was a Friday, bank holiday, everyone's happy, you know, walking their dogs, sitting yeah. in the pub beer garden. Yeah. And I was sitting on this bench, because I said to my mum, I just, I just want to be on my own yeah. for a little bit. She was like, okay, sat on this bench, and I remember just staring at all people. these people, mm. and this feeling of rage, rage. absolute rage, yeah. and I was like, how dare, dare you? you, how dare how you do walk you? your yeah. dog, how dare you enjoy a glass of wine, <laughs> fuck you, yeah, literally. when you, my world, it's just is just no more, like I did, I thought, my, that's it. That's it. What's the point? What's the point my then? world yeah. is non-existent now yeah. and you're happy and it's bank holiday. Yeah, so it's shining. Was, that yeah. was the feel, the first feeling of yeah. rage yeah. in grief mm. that now Ryan had passed. Mm. Um, and I just remember that I was so desperate because I'd never felt this feeling before. Yeah. And I was so desperate to find someone, anyone, anything mm. that could explain to me like grace this is grief. Like yeah. you're okay. Yeah. It's normal for you to feel like yeah. this. And I just remember, I was like, help me, help me, Someone. please, yeah. somebody help me. Yeah. Um, and that's when I went on to Instagram and mm. I never thought that Instagram would be anything, yeah. like yeah. nothing. And that's yeah. where I found the Greek Again. gang <laughs> and everything like that. Yeah. And I was like, wow, okay. So like, I can do I this. I can do this. Yeah. I can, I can, uh, yeah. You're going to get through it. Yeah. And then, you know, we had, because it was bank holiday, mm. we had to wait a month for um, Ryan's funeral mm-hmm. and... And that was in itself weird thinking yeah. about it. Like you're just like you say, you're just in limbo, aren't you? Yeah. You're just like he's still here, and I can't. Yeah, his body is still here, exactly. but he's not alive. Yeah, and, and it was just surreal. It was mm. so surreal. And I remember the day of his funeral. It was a beautiful hot day. It was a Friday yeah. for September. Mm. Um, it was like near pretty much the last week yeah. of September. And because um, his mum and dad, because he was such like a larger than life character, mm. they said, we don't want any, well, you know, black is optional. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to wear colours, you can. Yeah. Um, and I had, because they buried Ryan in the suit that he was going to wear for the wedding. Oh. So I thought, oh, well, I'll wear the dress that yeah, I, I ordered. Wear. Yeah, and it was just a red dress from ASOS. Yeah. And I was like, no, do you know what? I'm going to get dressed up, mm. as weird as that sounds. No, because yeah. it's not an occasion where you're like, woohoo. Yeah. Um, I said, no, do you know what? I'm going to get dressed up. I'm going to do it for him. So I got mm. m- blow dry, got my nails done, got my eyebrows, lashes, <laughs> everything done. Put a full face of yeah. makeup on. And I was like, even getting ready on that day, I was like, I'm going I'm to gonna, my, uh, yeah. exa- I'm going to my boyfriend's funeral. Like, mm. what the hell? Yeah. And even the whole day was just, and you know what it's like. People mm. are coming up to you, being yeah. like, I'm so sorry. You know, I've heard mm. so much about you. You're great. Mm. Blah 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 blah. Um, and it's draining. It's yeah. absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, get pissed. Literally. <laughs> yeah. I was like, give me the gin, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then about six o'clock, I just said, like, I'm done. I'm yeah. done. I've I want to go home. Yeah. I'm done. So my mum, you know, everyone came to the funeral, like my mum, my dad, my siblings. Um, and we got home and we just sat and stayed up for a bit, like opened a bottle of wine yeah. and we were just talking, yeah. you know, we were just talking about the day and 
that in itself, like it's a milestone, isn't it? And I yeah. had a fe- I felt, the first milestone. Yeah, I woke up on that Friday and I thought I was going to be sick. I thought yeah. I was going to puke everywhere because it's it? just yeah. adrenaline yeah. and it's just... And um, Jordan, his friend, did the most beautiful speech mm, about him yeah. and you know I, I was so lucky that he let me say a few words from my family yeah, as well yeah. and um yeah it was just and I remember you know his parents were so kind enough to I was sat in the funeral car yeah. um you know and uh, even before when the because the the vicar went on holiday actually so that's <laughs> another reason <laughs> why we had to oh, wait for so long thanks for that yeah, uh, yeah exactly and I remember it was a, a fr- previous Friday before driving up to his parents house um talking about the funeral arrangements and, it, mm. and I remember thinking I was in the car actually I burst into laughter because I was like this is so surreal mm. I'm going to talk about your funeral like what the yeah. hell like yeah. what this pick, is, yeah. like the vicar's coming around for some tea yeah. like this is just yeah. so and we're gonna put your coffin and exactly like that. yeah and like we went through songs and his parents were so lovely because they let me choose like if there's any pic I'll have to show you actually yeah, if there's, um, you know pictures for his funeral card yeah. um you know songs and they were so kind yeah, enough like to, to have, have me you a part of it. involved yeah. and, and as a part of it as well and um Ryan before I, sh- I haven't mentioned this before um you know obviously before he died there he actually gave me um an engagement ring yeah and he was I remember his mum um she she put it like under his pillow and this was when he was he was kind of with it, but he wasn't. Yeah. And his mum walked in, and everyone knew about it. Mm. And his, his uh, sorry, I walked in, and his mum was standing there, and and she said, "Oh, I'll leave you two to it." And I was like, "Oh, I was like, don't like leave on yeah, my account. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Stay. stay." Yeah. Um. And she said, "No, no, no. Like, oh, you know." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." Um. And she said, "Oh, Ryan, should remember what's under the pillow." Oh yeah. And he and obviously he was like not with it. And then she then she, I think she realised what she said. So she sort of like moved the pillow and I could yeah. just see this like wooden box. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, what's what's, what's that? that? And I opened it and I was like <gasps> Oh Fuck. my god! Yeah. I was like, "You crafty devil!" <laughs> I was like, "I didn't know you did that." And all he could say was, "He went hooray!" Oh. <laughs> because he was just—he was so all, out of it. Yeah, it was just completely out of it. Hooray! Yeah, and that's all he could say. And then it was—it was really hard because we yeah. were meant—we were meant to go on holiday. We booked a holiday to go in October, yeah. just for like we were going to—I think it was like Lanzarote or somewhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. somewhere like all in, mm. just for us to just chill. And yeah. not do anything. And we found this beautiful hotel that had like a spa. I was yeah. like, perfect. Yeah. Let's do it. And then, you know, his friend told me afterwards that on this holiday, like nearer the time, he was going to ask my dad uh, if we could do it there. Yeah, yeah, and, and all this, all these, you know, things that... It, he it, plans he has. Yeah. And it's just, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. It really is. And I, I don't, I don't wear it mm. just because I did at yeah. first. I was like, I'm never taking this off. Yeah. But it was like, at, at first I did. And then it was the realization of this is never going to happen. happen. And yeah. it's, it, it made so it was me. a little bit of like torture. It was torture. torture. It was absolutely Look at it down at your hand every day and knowing this is exactly that was meant to happen Exactly. For us, exactly. Yeah. And I, and I just, I wanted to avoid those. Oh, congratulations. You got engaged. Yeah. Then well, you, uh, <clears throat> imagine yeah. how awkward that would have exactly. been. It's all going to be anyway. Exactly. As you said earlier, like the people you bumped into, I have to say, imagine yeah. going, oh, written. Yeah, okay, it's yeah. just it's too. Imagine saying, "Oh, well, he's actually dead now." Yeah, so yeah, yeah my sorry. Dead, yeah, I'm get exactly. Uh. Yeah, exactly. Which is 
just I mean I think what I'd like to eventually do is either get it on a necklace yeah which yeah. I will I mean I'm not saying I'm never going to wear it again no, yeah, because yeah, it means yeah. so much to me like I had I, I brought it when we went away at Christmas yeah. it's like if I've got something like you know an occasion that I want him to be a but, part yeah, yeah. of I'll Take wear it, it. Yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. and there's like little things like jewellery that I've got on now that yeah. you know he bought me just yeah. over the years that you know I'll wear that will remind me of him yeah, um but yeah that's that's sort of how it just went from zero to, to 90 one, yeah. And I just, I, I know this, I, I say this all the time to people. I never, ever expected me to be in this situation, yeah. ever. Ever. It's never you until it's you. Exactly, never. Like, yeah. we would always talk about the future. We'd always talk about, you know, he loved dogs. He was such yeah. a dog person and I'm a cat person. <laughs> and he'd, I'd say, oh, can we get a cat? Yeah. And he'd be like, well, let's get a dog first. And then I'd be like, no, I just want a dog. And then he'd say, right, um, you can push the pram when we have a baby and I'll walk the dog, yeah? Oh, like, we'll just do it like, that's that how we'll... Sort of things yeah. like that. You talk about the future, you do. We do, and, and he said, you know, I'm not going to let this beat me. I'm mm. never going to let it beat me. And that's, I... Not, I'm saying I'm not bought into it, but well, I... no, but sort of like his... It, it, you didn't buy into it, you know, his, his courage and his determination... Mm. How could you fight against that? Exactly. How could you deny it and go, exactly. babe, you ain't going to make it. Oh, God. He's fighting. You're going to fight with him. Do you know what? You're going to fight with him. Exactly. And even if someone had said to him, mate, like, it's not looking good for yeah. you, he would have told them where to get off. Yeah. Like, because that was not in not, his... It wasn't on his agenda. Exactly. It wasn't no, on his agenda. He wanted to live. He yeah. wanted to live so badly mm. and you know I'm just so grateful that I have those conversations with him in the hospital where he yeah. told even though there are days as you know in grief mm -hmm. where you just don't want to you don't want to live you just yeah, don't not yeah. not saying that you're suicidal but, but you have you just can't be bothered you, yeah, exactly you just, just can't be bothered living is just effort exhausting it is it's just exhausting it's exhausting yeah. grief is exhausting yeah. I feel like since August, I feel like I've aged about 100 years mm, yeah. and I'm permanently tired yeah. and it's just grief. Mm. It's grief. And I feel like I am a completely different person. Oh, God, yeah. A completely different person. Yeah. That that part of me, I think, went with Ryan. Died with them. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Part of us dies with them yeah. when they go. And I have this, like, now where I was always the worry wart. I was like, oh, what if, what if, what mm -hmm. if? I'm like, well, whatever, just do it. Like, like you sort of turned into yeah, it. Yeah, I have. And that's lovely. You've, you've inhabited that. Yeah. And probably where he probably got that of where he, he knew he was on a time frame. Yeah, so exactly. So I'm not going to care if I've got a ticket. Exactly. Well, and then it's, you do, you think there's bigger fish to fry in this world. Absolutely. And you just absolutely live yeah absolutely like you know he just wanted to live and he like I say he fitted a whole new bath when he was on <laughs> chemotherapy oh. went to Sri Lanka like lived, <laughs> uninsured uninsured <laughs> highly like contagious to everything and anything like he just didn't care like and even when we I say like I say when we went to New York we went to New York two months before he died yeah. like that is just nuts when I think about yeah. that and I was the one being like look if you don't want to walk because you know obviously when you go to New York yeah, you're yeah, walking, walking everywhere walking, yeah. I said if you don't want to go like if you don't want to walk we'll get a taxi it's fine he'd be mm. like come on chop chop let's go we'll go go go, go like he never stopped never never stopped and I uh, he is the bravest person yeah. that I know and you know yeah. people say you know who's your inspiration you know apart from you know your parents yeah. and you know your other loved ones he is fine. because he just and I have so much more of a respect for him yeah. now that he's gone through that and he, now that he's not yeah. here. Like, I have that... Uh, uh, of course, I always did. I always yeah. have the utmost respect for him. But now it's, like, on another like level. It's, it's like a dumbfounded Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The fact that he could do all of these things. And, you know, I used to say to him sometimes, especially if I was feeling quite 
just shitty about the situation. Yeah. And I would say, I would give anything to swap with you. Mm. Like I would, I would give anything to take that pain. Yeah. And he'd be like, well, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If I had the choice, yeah. I wouldn't give it to you because no. that's not what love is, yeah. you know? Like that's not what it, it is about. Yeah. And I just, and you know, his friends afterwards said to me, which gave me quite a bit of comfort. They said, we're just so happy mm. that in his last couple of years that he had you yeah. and that he was happy. Yeah, exactly. Because he used to he used to laugh. He used to be like, I've never had a proper girlfriend before. <laughs> He'd be like, you're my first girlfriend. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> But he was like, the type of guy was, I always used to say, he was born in the wrong generation. Like yeah. he was such a gentleman. Such a gen, like yeah. we like say, I don't know if we get in a taxi going somewhere, he'd always yeah. like get open the door. the door and he'd always get the chair. He was, he just felt like, and old people loved him. He was yeah. just like that He's kind of cheeky chappy. Well. And he just loved. So my mum's mum, she is 96. Mm. And, but she's as like smart as a button. Yeah. And she met um, with Ryan and she was like, even, you know, hearing about him passing, she was like, he was just such a lovely guy like he was just so, and I think for someone of that age to say to that, that as yeah, well you think, you yeah know? he was a good um, he was he was a good he was a good egg, was a good he egg. Was. We, like, he's a good <laughs> egg oh okay so I'm gonna roll into the last question yeah so oh that was just so lovely thank you so much for going in so much detail oh god no I'm sorry I'm, no no honestly no I, I can't wait to listen to it back and I know yeah. the guys are gonna love it I'm, I love a lengthy podcast if you don't like lengthy podcasts this isn't for you I know sorry, so, no, sorry don't apologise I love it so we're gonna run to the last question so Grace if you could tell your past self one bit of truthful and helpful advice for all the emotions you're about to feel what would it be goodness me <laughs> oh wow as I said earlier if you could go back to Grace Oh. hearing that from his sister wow I would say screaming screaming <laughs> say, yeah I would say to her right fix up stop yeah. right number one yeah. stop screaming yeah <laughs> you're waking the neighbors yeah exactly <laughs> um I just would say to her you are going to go on a fucking hell of a journey yeah. you one minute you'll wake up and you'll be okay the next minute you'll feel horrendous mm. and it's gonna be a roller coaster and you just have to hold on tight yeah. And make sure you talk, talk yeah. and talk and talk and talk. Mm. Like you probably know in this podcast, <laughs> I don't stop talking. <laughs> so you just need to talk, share yeah. your story, share how you feel. Yeah. Don't be scared. Mm. Don't be scared of... To talk about it. Exactly. Him. Don't be scared of making people feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Don't be scared of how you are going to feel. Yeah. Because I was, in the beginning, I was absolutely terrified of all these feelings that I was about to feel. It's fear yeah. of the unknown, isn't it? Of course, and I was, I was like, right, I need to, I need to hurry up and feel, feel mm. like. Even yeah. remember, I said to you when, yeah. when he died, I was like, mm, mm. Okay. I'm not sure, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. But it, again, it was shock. Yeah. And once the shock stopped, then oh my god, the yeah. tears wouldn't yeah, stop. Yeah. So I think I would just say to her, feel. Feel, yeah. be, you are human. human You're not yeah. a robot. You feel, if you don't want to do something, then don't do it. Power of do, no. Exactly. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Thank <laughs> you. The power of no. If, you know, your friends are trying to sort of skirt around the issue and, you know, they're, they're, it's like an elephant in the room. Yeah. Just address it. Yeah. Just say, oh no, you know, Ryan would have done this or done that or, you know, whoever yeah. your loved one yeah. is. Just don't be afraid. Yeah. Don't be afraid to talk. And I find that I'm, I'm a natural talker anyway. Mm. So if someone had said to me, we can't talk about this. Yeah. I would have, I, I would have exploded. Yeah, because what do you mean? How, how? How can you? It just seems so dumbfounded to me. How yeah. can you not talk about your not? grief? Yeah, share your grief. Be open in your grief. Don't don't be embarrassed. Yeah. Don't be, and you will get 
stupid people asking you Mm -hmm. stupid questions, saying stupid things. And you know what? Just roll with it. There's no point. I mean, I've had people say the most stupid things to me. (laughs) Like, oh, you're so young. Don't worry Um, about it. You'll meet someone else. Like, dismissing. Uh, like you know, oh thank God, you know he's in a better place now. Oh. Well, he's not because he's not here. Exactly. So, yeah. um, you know, I had somebody <laughs> come up to me at his funeral, and I still to this day <laughs> do not. I think I said to you, I yeah. still, I still don't know who this person is. And it was near the end of the day where I was like, I'm really tired. Drains. I just need to go home. Oh no, he never found out what the Brexit <laughs> result would be. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we ever had a conversation regarding about Brexit. Brexit. Give a fuck about we're a bigger fish to fry exactly. than Brexit. And I think he would have, if he had an opinion, it would have just been whatever. Yeah. Uh, not asked about Brexit. Oh. Um, so yeah, like you will have stupid people say stupid yeah. things, but don't let it consume you. you don't be like i can't believe she said that to me yeah. because you people can't control the exactly people, only when you've experienced grief like we have experienced yeah. grief that you will understand yeah. how you address yeah. people how you feel with things um and just surround yourself with love surround yeah. yourself with good people your family i wouldn't be sat here today talking to you if i didn't have yeah. my family my friends you know, the support of Instagram. Yeah. And I know it sounds really stupid. No, but, but it's not till it's, the, honestly. I, I never thought I would ever find any solace yeah. on social and media. Comfort. Exactly, yeah. but you in a way, do. In a world that is so fake and so one-sided and things like exactly. that. Exactly. The online grief community. Yeah, I it is, it's like, honestly, wonders. like people are so kind and yeah, they're just they so lovely. Um, And just be kind to yourself. Yeah. Don't be, you know, if you want, if you wake up and you feel like shit, feel like shit. Mm. You don't owe anyone anything. Babe, you're grieving. Yeah. You're grieving. You've lost somebody. Yeah. Whoever that person is, that is your world. Mm. And they're not here anymore. And yeah. it's shit. Yeah. Grief is shit. Yeah. It, there's no other word to <laughs> Shite. Yeah. It's just bollocks. Mm. Like I, I could go on and on yeah. and on, but I think just be kind to yourself and just yeah. surround yourself by good things. You know, if you want to have a day in front of Netflix and cry, do it. If do you want to go out, go for a run, do, do it. it. You don't. There's no expectation with grief. Yeah. There's no there's no guideline. No, but always uh, what I was told. Um, I actually went to a talk um, by Julia Samuel. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, know. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was my sister who found it actually, mm. and it was myself and my mum that went to it. And it was she was at a local school okay. just doing a talk about grief. And I was mm. like, this is probably around like October time, so it was still Not quite yeah, fresh yeah. for me. And I was a bit like, oh, mum, like, oh, I don't know where to go. <laughs> yeah. It was like a Thursday night after work. I was a bit like, oh, right, we'll just yeah. go for, for, like, we'll go in, see, sneak in, sit at the yeah. back, go for 10 minutes. If you want to go, we can we go. Can dip, yeah. Oh, my God. She was amazing. Yeah. Like, just all the questions that people had about grief, yeah. her experiences of grief, and something that I took so much from that yeah. was, I could have sat and listened to her all night, yeah. um, was that grief is like jumping in and out of puddles. Yeah. So allow yourself to have those days where you're low and you feel like shit. Allow yourself to have them. But remember that there is light at the end of that grief and that you can dip in and out of life. Exactly. Like you can, you know, like I had it this week where I came in from work and I just felt rubbish because he wasn't here. And I was coming into an empty flat. Exactly. And I just had a cry and then I thought... Right, I'm just gonna go and watch a bit of Netflix now. Yeah, <laughs> what this is exactly, Netflix. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, it does. And yeah. uh, and it, it, I know for somebody who has just lost somebody, I know that sounds like you will never ever get to that point mm. because I felt like that. I said I am going to feel like this forever. Yeah. I'm going to be crying forever. I'm going to be Sad miserable forever. forever. Like I yeah. even thought 
of moving out of this flat and finding somewhere in Chelmsford so I could yeah. be nearer to him. Yeah. But of course, that's not no. like you just have all these. But this mad place is where you two built a home together. Exactly. So yeah. Exactly. This is probably the closest. Exactly. You could ever be. Yeah. Exactly. You could ever be. Exactly. And I do still, although he would kill me because I sleep on his side of the bed now, <laughs> and he would be like, "That's my, my side, side of the bed," and he'd all, he'd call me a starfish because I would. Yeah. I'd literally like yeah, take sprawl, over, sprawl. and he'd be like, "Oh, can you just move over?" <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it's like those little comfort things that you know. Yeah. And I've still got you know hoodies, you know pajama bottoms that. When I'm having a griefy day, put them on. like the other day, I just put them on and it's just comfort. Yeah. You know, although it doesn't smell like that person yeah. anymore. You know, it was his. You get comfort in knowing that they wore it, or yeah. like you know, I say on the side of the bed that they slept there. Yeah. And it's just that the little things, the little things. The yeah, little and things. you will. And I, I, like you know, when I went, I went away at Christmas, and you know, I, I came back, and I was God. Christmas was horrendous. Mm-hmm. Um, just my grief was through the roof. Uh, came back and I did I got I don't know what it was I got some comfort from it yeah and I went into 2020 and I never thought I would say this I went into 2020 thinking I'm gonna be positive Mm. like I'm gonna be positive for you positive in your grief I'm gonna live my life you know whatever comes my way comes my way let's do it you know and I never thought I would ever feel like that I thought right I'm gonna be one of those you know because even the word widow like for me I thought it was an old person you know an old you do always presume widow as being an 80 plus year old lady or man is lifelong partner has died exactly like dressed head to toe in black yeah for the rest of my life yeah but we're not we're not we're just what we've been through if for anyone who's grieving what we've been through is horrendous but you will once once you kind of get your kind of get your feet on the ground again you're thinking yeah you can and you will live your life I know it sounds and you know people I remember in those early days people said to me like you know life goes on and I was like it can't how How? but you do you find your new normal you do 100% you find ways that you know whenever I'm in the car and Ariana Grande comes on I'm like yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly like there's little little things that you know he could be leaving it he's sending you exactly and he he in his his car he's listening to some like I say it was an old man at heart listen yeah. to smooth radio oh love it and every time I put smooth on I'm like oh, oh it reminds me of you yeah. and there's like little things um, just like songs that would come on that he'd yeah. sing around here and um, like anytime I hear a song that will remind me of him it just puts a smile on my face exactly yeah whereas before I used to be like oh, oh, get, it off, get yeah, it off get it off turn it off can't yeah. deal with it can't deal um, but yeah it's just how lovely you it's will, the other way yeah you will you will get comfort I mean I miss him of course I miss of course. him every day I'm not sitting here being like right my, I'm happy now my grief is cured because yeah. of course not there's no, no cure for grief yeah. But I'm I, I miss him every day and I you know I talk to him every day like even in the mornings when I go to work I'm like bye and oh, when I come in I'm like hi hello. yeah <laughs> and it, you you know you miss him every day but you just you learn to just you learn to you, cope you, you do learn to cope you do yeah. and I think just don't just don't be, don't stop talking about them yeah even if people are thinking oh here we go again you yeah know, don't, don't 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 stop don't stop talking about them because they can probably hear you and their ears are probably burning yeah somewhere. He's, he's probably thinking they're like Grace shut up <laughs> yeah, yeah. stop he's talking about me all the time I know he's probably he, he like he wasn't the centre of attention at all yeah. like he would be mortified like absolutely <laughs> mortified <laughs> oh Less. So, but with that, Grace, I think we have. I could, we could talk for hours. I know. We I know. Everyone's hours. probably like, oh, I thought it's going to be a short podcast. No, <laughs> no. Like I've said, this, if you want short, it ain't for you. But with that, we're going to wrap up. Um, That's fine. I can't express how thankful I am. Oh, Do you know no. what? I really thought today. Today was 
for me, I know it sounds stupid for yeah. me, I, I thought, I don't know if I'm not ready for this, but I thought this, yeah. is, this is a different ball game for me. Yeah, um, of course. Other than parental loss, and I thought, yeah. I can't cry in front of oh, Grace. No, um, I did get a little bit it. teary earlier, but yeah, I'm that's that, nice but, it's fine. But it's fine. you are just, I can't even look at you, just an ah. inspiration. <laughs> inspiration to be so young and experience such a loss losing someone you want to be as your lifelong partner yeah you just you just radiate and i'm just oh, so thankful thank we got to do you. this together no thank you oh, thank god you. i want to go before i start crying i know i know, I know. we got this far now we got Come yeah we've got a power through <laughs> all right grief gang i hope you enjoyed that um by the time you this you listen to this it's gonna be monday it's been a minute since i've done a podcast i've been a bit mia but um i hope you enjoyed this this has been amazing and i hope you enjoy the or enjoy as much as you can yeah, exactly. the, the route down <laughs> of um widow and we're dipping our toes into different areas so have a lovely week guys again thank you grace no You're problem boss. i hope that i don't know i hope somebody take somebody who's been in my shoes or is going yeah. through someone you know who is going through like an illness yeah. i hope that they take comfort from it definitely, and you know definitely. i hope that there's somebody out there who you know you can you relay will, you can relay yeah and that, you know it I, I, you you will get through it. Defo. You will. Absolutely. Right, Grief Gang, over and out. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 